0: Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome fellow rock boater Michael Lombardo. Welcome, sir.
1: Oh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Mark. It's good to be on.
0: Heck yeah. This right, episode just... marks our last <laughs> fellow rock boater interview of our season 3, moving into season 4 uh, after the boat. So, this is uh this is this is a this is a this is a big one it's for a, us. It's so a big Yeah. 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 And you didn't know first that, I, Michael, till just now. So congratulations! Was, I,
1: yeah, first, I've known about it, so I'm just glad you know. Glad I can finish strong for
0: you.
2: Well, we were just catching up with Michael here, and uh, I gotta say, I wish we hit record before because it was just flowing naturally. So, um, <laughs> do you want to tell everyone who you are and where you're from?
1: Sure, sure. We more not have to. So, my again, Michael Lombardo. I'm I'm live right now in Bellingham, Washington, which is way up by the Canadian border. Uh, kind of grew up in music when I was in high school and college from Los Angeles. Worked at K Rock, an old school alternative radio station there. Um, of course, you know the radio industry doesn't pay anything, so you got to get a real job. Ended up being in banking and still staying involved with music for quite some time. Um, got involved in a band mentoring program. In about 2005, um, my wife, Michelle, and I do, we do quite a bit of mentoring. So it's uh, the radio station work reached out to us in 2005 and said, hey, we're sponsoring some bands. Would you mind talking to them about, you know, just fiscal responsibility? Silly things about being on the road, like what do you take with you? How do you make your money last? Uh, How do you make money on the road? Uh, What are the best things to do? You know, back in 2005, you had a lot of a lot of problems with bands not having instagram so hey where do we crash because now mm. the back of the car is starting to sound really good um you know our our best advice always was don't go anywhere on tour without two boxes of ziploc gallon bags because they are good for everything they hold cords ice food uh you name it that's all you really need on the road and you survive so Um, But been a banker my whole life and just a huge, huge fan of music. Got introduced to the rock boat five years ago. This will be my fifth boat. Um, Done a couple other six-man cruises, but the rock boat definitely holds on to my heart, and it's kind of my favorite thing. I I think the experience of anything where you can go and be standing next to another artist, watching another artist's show, is something that is so easy and so much fun when you turn to them and you realize they're just people like us.
0: So it's never, it's such a true statement. They, and it's, it's so funny because we, we often in society put people up on pedestals, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these are just people just like us, just trying to have a good time and loving music. And the next thing you know, you're standing next to the lead singer from Bowling for Soup. And Jared's one of the coolest dudes on the planet and so Ken uh, yeah, you know it's it's and six man and hazel them working together is just like a perfect recipe for such an amazing environment that has really transpired into these other cruises that are happening and that ability to break down that wall between them and us and it's just mm-hmm. all one
1: well, and I think it's it's a testament to six Man to do that because you look at kind of the the other cruises that have come out. I mean, it expands the audience, right? The more important thing is that customer experience and that ability to say, hey, I don't have to fight a crowd to get to see something. You yeah. know, uh, I'm there for, you know, three, four five nights um, with people that have the same understanding and same desires that I do. I just want to hear some music. I just want to hang with some cool people. Um, I just want to get the drink package or find someone that has the drink package.
0: Um, so hey, I, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, come
1: on. that's that's the most important thing we do, right? It's like I'm eyeing everyone's little card, and then then I get the drink package, and everyone's eyeing me. And you know, hey, I think it's an unwritten rule: if you have the drink package, take care of your buddies.
0: So Absolutely,
1: r- real easy thing to do.
0: It's, and you know, if you have to pull the T Rex arms, you can. Oh, 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 I got it. Go. <laughs> oh,
1: my back hurts.
2: Stomach. I can't
0: do it. <laughs> what, you know, going back to your first boat, you know, what, how did you stumble upon the boat? Which band or bands led you to exploring the idea of even going on it?
1: So that's, it's really interesting. So, um, This might be too personal, but coming off of a divorce, I was about two, three years out and just trying to get my feet wet into getting back into music and really pursuing the things from a personal side that made me happy, you know, going to concerts, seeing music. Um, I ended up going to magic giants camp. They had this like camp up in the, the woods. It was a great thing. The first year they did it, they didn't know what they were doing. It was wonderful. Um, they had kind of a, a plan, but the, the band was so good about like just getting engaged. We play kickball. I mean, kickball. Uh, I mean you, adults and kids, you're all over the, the, the range of age groups having so much fun. And they, coming out of that, I met a bunch of other people that were attending this event. And one of them, Dan Amanda Gertz, uh, who lived down in Seattle area as well, said, hey, we're going on this thing called the Rock Boat. Um, it's our first one, but we've been on sail across the sun a few times. And I said, I just, I'm not a cruiser. Cruisers, cruises suck. I mean, they're horrible. <laughs> Food's terrible. People are horrible. I mean, it's just, it's never a good idea. I don't know what I was smoking or drinking at the time, but I agreed <laughs> to it. And now I don't think I'll ever miss one. It's, it is such a surreal experience. And I was so excited. Magic John, I think was on that first boat. Um, I had met and become friends with the Bravet. I think we're on that one. Yeah. Um, Talbot Brothers were the following year, I think. Um, and just, you know, great people. And when you, you know, I, I kind of equate it to this. When you are distanced from a band at a concert and they don't come out and sign or take pictures with you afterwards, there's a disconnect between artist and, and consumer music. Yep. Um, but on the boat, no one hides. I mean, very rarely. Uh, I mean, if, there's a few bands that make themselves a little scarce. I mean, we'll, we won't point any of them out, but the guys that are there and present make that experience unreal. And it is, it's exciting for everyone because they realize again, back to our earlier comment of, you know, they're just people like us, but getting to say hi and say, Oh yeah, I've got a, I've got a dog at home and yeah, I've got to go do this. And Oh yeah. By the way, I, I have a real job too. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I got to go back to the real world after this and don't get to do all the things that I'd love to do. But um, it's it's that wonderful experience. So,
0: and and they've done they six men and Hazel have done such a great job over the years of finding bands that continuously meet that expectation. You know, um, whatever that vetting process is, it it's nearly it's it's it's, it's, it's damn near perfect. Um, yeah, because it's noticed right because us boaters we we notice these things when people aren't out when people aren't about and that's why they have the survey and the feedback and stuff which i think helps them drastically it's not just any survey it it helps make the next boat even better yeah it's Um, part of that
2: experience that it's one of a kind you truly there's nothing else out there which is why it is the cruise for non-cruisers you know
1: Oh, yeah, they, that could not be more correct. I mean, and if you, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, one of the best experiences was Andy McMahon. Um, I think he was my second boat, second and fourth boats. Um, but Andy, or second and third, I can't remember which ones it was. Um, but Andy's great because Andy was out with everyone. And he has, I, I I say this with a little bit of precaution, but Andy's kind of got that like resting bitch face when he's walking around. He gets all the angry face when he, he's like so determined going somewhere. And then you say, Hey Andy. And he's like, Oh, like super bright. Hey, how's it going? It's yeah. so nice to meet you. And he is so caring and loving and just wonderful human. And you're like going to a show where I was watching the brevet with him and he was standing right next to me with a bottle of vodka. And I'm like, Hey, uh is that for everyone? He's like, sure is. Just poured me a drink. I'm like, okay, I'm <laughs> working out great for everyone. This is way better than I thought it was gonna be. Um, but you know, guys like Andy, um, and speaking of Andy's, Andy Frasco, who, you know, mm-hmm. just openly steals bottles of Jameson's from everyone <laughs> and just pours them in everyone's throat. I mean, that makes things all kinds of fun. Um, I do fully appreciate, and there's a little shout out to Andy Frasco. That I was not allowed to get a picture nor autograph until I did a shot of Jameson. So, um, toast to got to uh, you gotta follow the
0: rules, man. That's That's follow just, the rules, listen. Michael.
1: Listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to upset anyone. I'll, I'll do what I'm told
0: <laughs> most of the time. Would you know? You just you know, and part of the the reason we've been communicating is, well, I mean, we've been communicating since February of uh, of this of this of, of this year um and you are so immersed in not just bands that are on the boat but you know for example fox royal yep um you know i think we we, we tried uh li- listeners out there we tried to do an international podcast um while they were over it just didn't work it would have been really cool but there's always next year but i think it's awesome you know we always see fellow birders like you know for example shout out to sherry hunter um you know people like her and and you and your wife and everybody else that go out and support the bands but it's always a little bit more special when you make that trip overseas somewhere oh, so, okay. uh, where were you vienna at one point
1: so we we started um so i'll tell a little of the backstory so fox royale when they were on soundcheck uh um, yep. i had reached out to them because they had a, one of their songs i'm a big vampire weekend fan and okay. one of their songs kind of has that that little Vampire Weekend style of ska riff to it. And so I had reached out to them and said, hey, good luck. I hope you guys make it. I really like your music. Well, Nate and Caleb, the two Hurley brothers, um, were kind enough to reach back out and said, oh, my gosh, thank you so much just for noticing us. And that's where you as a fan have to detach yourself from you're not a fan. You're just a fellow person. And mm-hmm. they're trying to make it like everyone else. And the more respect you treat them with, the more humble they become. It's it's a bizarre little thing. So when you see them at a concert, they're so grateful and thankful and you know it's it's hugs and hey, what can we do together? Let's go grab a burger or something and and chill and just the time to hang out. So we developed a relationship. And when they came out, I told them if they're out in LA, which is where my dad lives, or in Seattle, to come visit. So sure enough, they come visit over that summer. And um, we had them come over to my dad's house for a huge 4th of July barbecue and, and party because my dad hosts this thing every year. And then when they came up to Seattle, they came stayed with us. And so we got to spend a lot of quality time with them. Well, flash forward to, you know, a couple weeks after that, they give, this, they give us a call or shoot us a text and say, hey, we, we need to call you guys right away. And so Michelle, my wife, and I were like, okay, shoot, what happened? Did they get a record deal? Did something happen? I mean, hopefully something good. We're just we're excited to be a part of it. And they're like, you'll never believe it. We, we applied for the opening to be the opener for um, a European tour, and we got it. I'm like, no way. Congratulations. That's fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Young the Giant, like the just sold out Red Rocks, 9,000 seats, Young the Giant. And they're like, yeah, and like we're not getting paid a lot, but we're going to Europe. I'm like, yeah, OK, I'm a huge Young the Giant fan. Like, yeah. that's my favorite band. I mean, musically, I think they they can do no wrong. Um, so, of course, my wife in terror looks at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, honey, I'm just on the Alaska Airlines website looking at what flights are to, uh, <laughs> to figure out what cities we're going to join them on. And sure enough, what happens is we end up finding tickets and booking. We got through half of their tour. We got to join them in Hamburg, Germany, Berlin, um, and Vienna. We didn't get to the last show in Milan. Um, But they were so kind, we ended up working the shows for them. We sold merch and stage um, and really got heavily involved in the whole process with them. So it was really nice to just be of service. So that's what we did. We went and volunteered our time. Um, but it was one of those shows where, you know, we, we met their mom, their dad. I mean, uh, their other bandmates and friends and, um, but just the chance to be of service to a band like that. I mean, they're not super popular, they're not super huge, but it was pretty unreal. And I had been on tour before. So this was something I knew exactly what to do. It's just keeping a schedule, but, and they're just the kindest, nicest guys. So you want to do everything you can to make it easier on them. Um, but European tours after coming off a U.S. tour, I felt so bad for Young the Giant. They were so tired. <laughs> oh my
2: goodness! You,
1: you could see the burnout.
2: So that's that's so cool that you you met their family. You were in essence part of that Fox Royale family there, and uh, to be able to give back, um, you know, just as you said the. Artists, you see them as a as a person. You know, you are not just a fan; you are more than that to them.
1: Yeah, and it's it's important, I think, for all of us. You know, rock boaters around everywhere. You know, one of the best things that we do is just go support these bands. It's it's yeah. one thing to just attend a show, but I think as rock boaters, we have an obligation to make sure you shoot the band a note saying, "Hey, I'm coming and I'm supporting you because you were yep. on the rock boat or because you tried out for sound check or." You know, whatever the connection is, that support only enhances our community. I mean, oh, yeah. the, rock, the rock boat community is gravely impacted by the influence of the people that attend, right? And those bands, yeah. they hear about it. I mean, the Brevit's a great example. So Eric, yeah. Eric from the Brevet was saying, every time they go out on tour, every time they're on a show, it's like half a dozen rock boaters coming up and saying, oh my God, I loved you on that. This is this. <laughs> so, and they get energized by it and you know it,
0: it it's it's neat too to see that and then when for example when we reach out to artists they then return that same love by giving mm-hmm. us 15 20 minutes when it, there are artists that i never thought in a million years would want to say yes and then that it, it happens and it's just like and now they get to tell their viewpoint of their experience on the boat and it's again it's full circle it's it's uh you know, I you're a huge lover of music, Michael. I have a question. What what's your favorite piece of merch that you have ever bought? Oh, that's
1: a that's a tough one.
0: Um It's why it's why we get paid the big bucks there. Uh
1: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, my wife will tell you that I have three drawers of concert shirts
2: and that I need to stop buying them. Mark, uh Mark, how,
0: how many do you have, Mark? Sorry. It, it,
2: you're making me look good, so I'm I'm <laughs> just tell your wife that I have about four or five um, so there's there's plenty more that you can you can. Uh, four four or five drawers. Drawers.
1: Oh yeah, you, you definitely screwed. So um, <laughs> shirts are shirts are my favorite thing. But I'm not gonna lie, the thing that I wear the most are zip up thin hoodies, and I have three of them: my okay. Talbot Brothers one and two Rockboat ones. Okay. Um, last those, year I didn't get awesome. one because I didn't pre-order it, and I'm pissed. And so this year I'm pre-ordering it as soon as it's available because those thin zip up hoodies are the best for everything for plane rides, for just going
2: out, just doing the lawn, whatever, whatever you do in life. I mean, it's the easiest thing to throw on. Speaking of the plane rides. So you're going to be getting the track jacket. That's my go-to when I'm going on a plane. It's just a conversation starter. I remember I was, Getting yeah. on a small plane and you have to, you know, get the luggage at the bottom, and someone's like, "Oh, you were on the rock boat." My uh, boyfriend was on tour with, you know, and it was just—it's it, a great conversation starter. And God forbid you run into somebody who's a fellow rock boater It's just oh yeah, instant it's connection,
1: new best friends right away. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I—I'm I, really trying not to drink so much, but yeah, I'll go have seven drinks with you in a bar.
2: So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> as, as we're talking about drinks, I want to give a shout out to Sixth Man. So earlier today, they sent out a um, an email because the Rockboat Twenty Three glasses there was a little snafu, and I thought it was just my dishwasher, but they are on the honor system. Um, you can just let them know if your glass also had some issues, and uh, they are going to have them replaced. So you can pick up a new one on the boat. So make sure you get back to them as soon as possible. That is very cool. Now you're you know, making me want to go buy some.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I
2: know. mean you, you can tell your wife that I've been getting two every every year for the last eight years, you know.
1: <laughs> I have so many glasses. I I, if I do, I'm I'm in so much trouble already. I mean, it's just it's it's wrong when you go to a go to a show and she's why do you need another fifty dollar t-shirt? I bought the shirt because it comes with a free shot glass. I mean you get it's a discount, honey. You gotta understand that, right? It's pretty
0: much a deal. Yeah, it's pretty much it. it's pretty much free at that point. Yeah, it's free. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, I mean and it's you're also on the boat. Value, yeah, it's a value equation. So, right, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get this shirt and I'm gonna wear it three times, that means it's 40 it's what you know relatively 17 bucks to wear or something like that whatever i can't do math right now let's just make this easier 60 dollars shirt 23 wears 20 dollars a wear all right so if i keep wearing it just incrementally becomes less and less so that means it costs me very little to be clothed and if she goes dress shopping and wears one dress at 500 dollars, that's way more expensive than a concert t-shirt so boom
0: clearly a yeah, thought boom
1: mic drop at that point i mean I just, I just saw cancer. I mean, that's, that's how important that
0: was.
1: (laughs) Love it. Uh, How did you
0: convince your wife, uh, to go on the boat?
1: Oh, this is the best story. So I'm, I'm on the boat the second year. Okay. Okay. Uh, and this is before we were married. So, um, Sean, I got married, uh, two, three years ago. Um, second wife, long story. We'll tell that whole on another day. Um, But I was on the rock boat and a friend who was on the boat had texted me and said, do you know anyone that will take our Sail Across the Sun uh, room? Because we just can't go. Um, Had a family emergency. Um, It's a complete nightmare. We got to sell our room. And this is like two weeks. It's a week after the rock boat. So the rock boat ends. There's a week off. I literally would have to fly back to Seattle, fly back to Miami to get back on the boat to do Sail Across the Sun. So we were, we were dating at the time. And so I send her a note and I said, would you like to go on a cruise? And she's like, I hate cruises. Why? Uh. It's a music cruise and it's really tame. It's this, it's with a guy from Seattle. He's super cool. Um, You know, you know, Pat's from, Pat lives up here in the, in the Puget Sound. Um, And she's like, all right, fine. I'll try it out. She says, but you know, and then it became a packing thing. What do I wear? And what's the, I'm, I just bring a bathing suit. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Flip flops in a bathing suit. what so, I, mean, I can pack in a backpack for the, for the rock boat. I mean, that's what be, Eamon does. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's come right. on, be realistic. <laughs> if you have more than a backpack, something's wrong with you. I mean, so unless you need the, the things for the theme nights, but so I convinced her to go on sale across the sun. And of course we meet some amazing six man guests, right? It's the other people on the boat that make it worth it. Um, And I think the establishment of some of those relationships and so many people being on the rock boat and me convinced I'm already going on the next rock boat. She was like, I kind of like the experience. It was good. But the rock boat I knew was going to be like the next level for her. So she was like, yeah, this is not so bad. But the artist, I think it was the artist on that boat, that Sail Across the Sun boat that really made it for. Um, but you get that tied in with, you're just sitting next to a random couple from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. And all of a sudden you got new besties cause you've exchanged phone numbers and we talk to them twice a year. You know, it's that community is so great. I mean, yeah. And when you travel, it's, it's almost a sin not to reach out to the rock group. Hey, traveling to. Tolupo, Mississippi, is there anyone yeah. around that wants to do something and 20 people text you, like, yeah, come over to our house, you can stay with us, let's go to this bar, don't forget to go to this place, and that's the Rock Boat community. So, sorry, long answer to how did I get her on the boat? I Perfect lied. answer. I just lied. I just told just her, going on the cruise. Yeah, it's a free cruise, we're going. We're going on this cruise, yeah. it's going to be awesome for everyone. So <laughs> There's no exchange of cash, it's practically free. Yeah, it's practically free, I mean, come but, on. It's just a matter of number of wears. I mean, we we established this early, so. But now she's she's game for it. And every year, it's a struggle to pack. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's you know, what do you bring? And every year, we we use about half the stuff that's packed. So.
0: As as a boater, as somebody who is paying for this experience year after year, and you you sound like a very intelligent person, from your first boat, <laughs> sounds. Sounds, it sounds good. open for interpretation. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go yes, You're you welcome. No problem. <laughs> no. Um. So from your first boat to this boat coming up, even the registration, booking, all those things, everything kind of, I feel gets a little bit better. What is one of the biggest things as far as the like, customer service goes that you've seen six man and, and the rock boat community continuously? up the ante every year through your experience?
1: Um, I, I think the level of communication gets better every year. Like the frequency of communication. Um, I, Like everyone, I've got gripes about certain things. Like I'd love right. my same room every year. Can I just prepay it for the next 10 years? Because I'll just take the same room. Just make it easy on yourself. I don't care what the price is, I just want the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really, that, that does drive me nuts, but I mean, if I'm committed, I'm committed and I'll I'll long-term commit. I mean, it's, it's one of those. I mean, that
2: that 10 year package might be pretty appetizing six then.
1: It, you know, I think it's, it's silly of them not to. So, but anyways, that's, but I think their, their level of communication continue to get better. Um, I do like the fact that Trey went outside the box, Trey, who books the bands um, and got young, the giant this year Um, hearing, and I'll tell you it's, not because personally, that's one of my favorite bands in the world, but I think that's a departure from the normal six man booking. And to hear the moans in the theater and the Stardust when that was announced of, oh, who's this? You know, they wanted, they were expecting something else. And going back to something that's traditional versus trying to continue to grow and evolve, yep. I think Trey hit the nail on the head. I don't I think that people that are traditional rock boaters have no idea what they're about to experience. Young nice. the Giant puts on a great show. My concern for Six Man is that I don't know what they're doing to coach bands like Young the Giant to say, hey guys, this is not a music festival. This is a family event where you're hanging out, having beers with your with your family. And you saw it a lot with Young the Giant on the road. A lot of their shows. They had like outdoor picnic areas. They were chilling with their their friends and family. The, we went to their show at the Santa Barbara Bowl, and it was it's like just watching your family have a picnic uh, or a, a barbecue. And yeah. it was so nice to see. And it's like I just I hope they have that experience, um, you know. And then you contrast that with a band like American Authors, right? Who Authors goes to everything. I mean, mm-hmm. those guys are, and Zach, Zach Barnett is, might be one of the most fun guys out there. I mean, yeah. Um, there's, I know him pretty no well. And, and, yeah. He, he, he wants to do everything. He does. So but, um, I think from six man's perspective, I think they're doing a really good job of by getting someone like young, the giant, I think it opens the door to more people. Um, I think for the people that were on the fence that said, Hey, we're out, that gives them a chance to get more new people in. Um, I do believe they're doing a great job right now of, I love the constant emails. I love the updates. Um, uh, it does help. I've got, this year I've got um, two friends in a room, a guy that used to work with me in radio in Los Angeles and his girlfriend, they're a first timer this year.
0: Oh, so nice.
1: it's, I'm so excited for him. I feel like this is my first time again because I get yeah. to show him like a little kid going to Disneyland. I'm gonna open his eyes to all these things. He yeah. Gets, so it's, it becomes a little surreal. You you get excited about really silly things, but, um, oh, cool. but like the high five walking on the boat. I mean, that has to be there. And that's going to be my friend's first experience is, you know, getting on the boat, being able to board in the excitement of running up to the great outdoors, getting burgers and half the band's being there already and um, stealing your drink card because they have to go get beers <laughs> because the,
0: the green room isn't open yet. So. What are you looking forward to, to, I mean, that right there might've just answered the question that, that, experience of bringing a new boater on and, and seeing that, you know, uh, in real time, that experience that you yourself had felt at one point, um, and had been through, that's just, that's, that's awesome. And, um, I'm just curious with, I, I feel like obviously you would say young, the giant, but young, the giant aside what collaborations would you like to see um, with the newer bands or artists that are going to be on the boat?
1: You know, I, I have this thing and Matt Nathanson probably did it the best, but when Matt Nathanson was on and he did that little 80s show um, and he brought, kept bringing other people on, um, I thought that was just epic. I mean, and it's, you know, some people don't know Matt Nathanson and they don't know his music, but I do. I'm a huge Matt Nathanson's fan, but yeah. I know Matt's going to do something outside the box.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I, for me, one of the things I always love seeing is any collaboration. Don't, yeah. don't write a set list. Don't just right. go out there and play music. And you know what? If you see another band down there saying, hey, come on up and play a song with us. Let's just do something outside the box. Let's have a no set set list and see what happens. And tell other bands just show up. Let's just—I don't care if it's a bunch of covers. Play something to get more engagement um, because I think it does for some of the veteran bands. Like Red Wanting Blue is so perfect, right? Yeah, they're so oh, yeah. good at everything they do. But so good, <laughs> Scott. You get Scott to just talk to everyone, and say, "Hey, I'm Young the Giant. You're coming up here, and and Brother Maven, I'm a- taking you, and I'm taking whoever. You guys are going to play songs with us." Where we saw that, I think, so well last year was Terminus Horns. Those guys oh, played man. with everyone. Yeah, they're, they sure did. They did a song with Yam House that was outstanding. They yep. played their big their big song. They played with American Authors. They played with the Talbot Brothers, which by the way, the Talbot Brothers, um, that song came out so good with Terminus Horns, they're talking about re recording a few songs with them. And I'm oh, really nice. hoping to do it. I gotta follow up with them and see if that ever came to fruition. But that would be insane because that's a band that really could benefit that benefits so much from having horns involved. And those guys, those Terminus Horns guys, they were talented. They were outstanding. So it was really good to see it. But collaboration, my favorite thing in the world. I love watching things go just outside the box, just enjoy. That's why Sail Away is so much fun. Because, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, Sister Hazel does a good job. Just get everyone on stage, cycle through them, play something, and let's just, I mean, that's, that's the most exciting part of the boat for me.
2: No question. That West. energy out there, sail away. Um, and just Sister Hazel, I just want to go back and give them the, the kudos because it's really that mentality where they don't need to be the top dog. They are. But they putting everyone else on display just shows what this boat is all about to oh, yeah, for sure, fans that this is new to. It's like, wow, they're they're letting a Stephen Kellogg get up there and play his hit and singing along. It's like, that's unheard of.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's great. It's, it's an absolutely fantastic way of, of getting engagement. Right. And the crowd gets into it. The crowd wants to see this collaboration. They, I mean, if I, if I'm going on to a music festival and it's just set after set after set, I mean, it's not as interesting. The benefit that six man has and the benefit that the boat provides is that it's not a music festival. It's, I mean, as much as we say it's the greatest, greatest festival on on the water, floating music festival, <laughs> it, it's really not. It's really just a collaboration of great artists and great people on a boat, stuck on a boat. It's what was the Lonely Island song? Oh yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah we're all stuck there together, and it's it's one of the best times you can have, right?
0: So your journey to Rockboat 23, as we wrap up here, what is you getting to Florida typically look like? Or does it change every year? Do you go a week before? Do you, I feel like you don't sleep the night before.
1: Uh, t- <laughs> I don't. So foiled. you're good. <laughs> Sorry. This is, all right. This is going to make me sound horrible, but I'll tell you the truth. So <clears throat> my best friend has a condo in South beach. So we go three or four days before, Chill with him. um, Try to. I always. I miss the, the pre shows. So I'm gonna need that address.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna need to get him on this boat. Hey, gonna... hey Chris, I'm
1: shooting you a text right now. So you got this? <laughs> you got um So no, we go hang with him for a couple of days. Him and his wife, and they're they're lovely for hosting us. Um, we, last year, the Talbot brothers came over. Um, we've, nice. we've had a couple of bands come over just to hang, cause they have a nice little pool, but it's just, it's small and it's quiet and it's a, it's a great place to kind of get your bearings before you go out and party your butt off for, you know, five straight days. Um, so that's really nice. And then unfortunately coming from the West coast, you know, we're, we're at the, literally the furthest friggin point from Miami that you can get. Bellingham is, is in the top left corner. So um, so getting down, it's a it's a long day uh, travel. So going back, it's a late flight. So you get off kicked off the boat by nine and you gotta wait till five o'clock for a flight. So we usually go back there, hang out and just kind of sleep for a couple hours before we get back on a plane and get out of town. But I always like coming early. Um, my first rock boat that uh, pre-show, gosh, I gotta remember who it was. I think it was um, Atlas Genius in Red Wanting Blue um, was my first boat was the pre-show. And that pre-show, Atlas Genius just destroyed it. They were great. Nice. Um, and a little secret about the boat for boaters who don't know, don't get the spa package. It's not worth it. I just sat with <laughs> Keith from Atlas Genius for three straight days in the hot tub talking about Australia and all the cool <laughs> things. But it's not worth it. Don't, please don't do it. It's just <laughs> a bad idea. It gets too crowded. Um, people pee in that little pool all the time. It's just it's pretty... <laughs> Stay outside. You don't want to go in the spa. Please, please just avoid it like the plague. So. Love it.
0: <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for finding some time to chat with us tonight about your, your rock boat, your music journey, life. Um We could not have been more happier to have this be our uh, wrapping up episode for interviewing boaters this year. And um I can't wait to see you on the boat, man.
1: All right. Well thanks, Chris and Mark. appreciate you guys very much. Listen, love the cast. It's uh it's so much fun to listen to. Appreciate all that you guys do. But hey, um, first drinks on me.
0: Sweet. All right. Sweet. You hear that, Amon? In South Beach. I will be there In four South days Beach. before. Hey, you no, know, I'm
1: talking about the yeah, the pre-show. The pre-show drink. Come on. Oh, I mean, sweet. Let's get it on early. So
0: <laughs> love looking forward to it. Take care, guys. Same for you. <laughs>